I'm pretty sure that if you were in an MFF threesome. Yep. I like this. Let's so say far. the second woman showed up in the middle. I don't know. Yeah. I think you would rimmer. I think you would. I think you would because you'd just be like, like, yeah, if that was the price to pay and, and it wouldn't even, you wouldn't even think of it as a price to pay. You'd just be like, this is so great that you would just do. Okay, fine. You're right. You're right. You're right. Hello and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships. I am Keith. My co-host is Mike. How's it going, Mike? It's going great. Uh, we also have fan favorite Allie back on the program today. Say hi to the crowd, Allie. Hey, guys. <laughs> We have what I suspect are going to be some entertaining discussion prompts today. Uh, but before we get into it, I'm obliged to ask you to please, please rate us on your favorite podcasting app. I've heard that rating a show about sex is kind of vulnerable, but aren't we all supposed to be sex positive these days? And the reviews are anonymized anyway. So help us out if you would. We also pay $15 for any feedback we receive at ymmvpod at gmail.com. All right, so we normally start our show with a brief porn viewing followed by some commentary. What do you have for us today, Mike? Okay, yeah, I have a nice, uh, just one today uh, that we can watch uh, maybe a minute of, and uh, we'll put the link up in the show notes. We're going to start at about 50 seconds into the video, uh, and people can queue it up for themselves if they want to follow along with us, and I will narrate it. Unless, does someone else want to narrate this one? No, no, I, I nominate I'll do it. Okay, Allie, are you ready? Dude, are you I'm at ready. the right time stamp? Okay, I'm yes. going to start in three, two, one, starting. All right, it's uh, two women, and they have their crotches sort of glued together. Um, and you, one of them's lying down, one of them's kind of on top of the other. This is a position called tribbing. Tribbing. Tribidism, I think, is the, <laughs> the long form of the word. And they're just sort of grinding their crotches against each other. Uh, and apparently, this is like a fairly common somewhat common lesbian activity um yeah and you can't really see i mean basically they're glued together in such a way that you don't see sort of you, you see a lot of like the surrounding Music. skin but you don't see uh their their vagina too well there is a man Who's there by the way guy? his arm just reached out and oh, yeah, yeah i know yeah. he's holding the, the he's holding guy. the camera okay yeah. okay yeah. okay i thought it might have been the <laughs> arm surprising one girl but okay yeah uh, they're going to switch oh. positions after a while, but I just want to, uh, wow, that's she has, like, razor yeah, that was burn a, or something. yeah, she does just some, yeah, yeah, kind of rough there. So, I mean, this is going to continue for a while. We can, okay. we can pause it and talk about it if you'd like. Okay. Let's pause. The music was interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that was just playing in the background. I don't think that was overlaid to the, to the video. Uh, how is that different from scissoring? I think it's the same. Oh, maybe thing. it's the same. Are they yeah. exactly the same, or is there like some weird difference between scissoring and tripping? Nobody uh, knows. No, I, I had not heard of tripping before. <laughs> I hadn't either. Viewing. Is that like the British term for scissoring or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's actually from the Latin. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't know. All right. Um, well, okay. Uh, I thought this was sort of compelling to watch. Uh, is it possible? to like it, it's almost like their labia are sort of pulled apart and they're making like really good like she they're both using their pubic bones to sort of stimulate the other person's clit is that yeah accurate i wonder whether you can actually do that like if, if it works for both of them at the same time actually like i don't know um 
I mean, obviously they're acting for the the gentleman, the tattoo, tattooed gentleman who reached out and started messing with them. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, don't know, Ali, what do you think? Do you think that would work well? Go ahead, Keith. I mean, I think it might work better for the woman who is lying flat on her back versus the other one who's like perpendicular to her and has to oh. prop herself up behind her. That seems like that's like a tricep workout. I don't know. Couldn't you make the argument that the one that's sitting up more has more control? More active. I I think she does, yeah, but I think that would make it maybe harder. You're worried about the arm fatigue? Yeah, I mean, I don't know how long they've been going at it here, but uh, this video is 16 minutes long. Okay, that's true. We only saw like that one minute slice, but uh, oh, I guess it's not. That's not the only thing they do in the video. There's some other stuff that happens. The the guy the guy gets more involved, uh, so Mm. moves over. Weirdly, that little graph shows that people get less and less interested as time moves on, even though other things happen. You're right. I think that this is the uh, most interesting. Well, first of all, those graphs. Yes, the graph shows the the high point is right at the beginning, which there's always a high point at the beginning, right? Because people mm-hmm. sort of start at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I found this because of, it was a link to this particular activity and probably the once the man shows up, it's less interesting to the viewers. <laughs> um, yeah, I was not happy about the hairy forearm. That was... <laughs> not helping helping anything when it shows up out of the blue. Uh, why? So, Ali, it, ma- it makes sense to go ahead, Keith. Like I, this is somewhat compelling, um, and the notion that they're able to get themselves off by this is compelling. I like when he zooms in; you can see there's like some moisture from both parties. Well, actually, I guess <laughs> I guess it's hard to know if there's moisture from both parties, but like they, you know, they seem to be uh, enjoying it. Yeah, like how much of this do you guys think is performative versus? Uh, I mean, the name I mean, of the video it, is Two Sexy Bisexual Roommates Experiment with Scissoring Slash Tribbing. But I mean, <laughs> right. that, that actually sort of betrays that, you know, maybe this is not super authentic. Well, it, it looks and sounds wet. I guess whether you're asking, is that lube mm-hmm. or is that natural? I, I don't know. I mean, it sounded kind of sticky. It didn't sound like lube. When it Would gets you actually there. need lube for this activity? I mean, uh, she should use shaving cream. No. <laughs> oh well, that goodness. reminds me of that discussion you guys had before. I think that pubic hair preferences are more cultural than you guys did because I've been with two older men who may have, you know, started watching porn in like the early to mid 70s <laughs> who had a strong preference for pubic hair and like, you know, if I showed up shaved, they would be like a little bit disappointed. Are so you I think sure it's more cultural. They weren't saying that to virtue signal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I'm interested in you showing up shaved. Like, what's well, that I mean, all about? No, just like if you know, if if I hadn't seen him for a while, and then like we start fooling around, and I get undressed, and like he realizes that I have shaved. Like somebody whose porn preferences were formed in the '70s, so he would be born in like the '50s, '60s, late late '50s. I think. Good yeah, math. Good 50s. math, Mike. Alrighty. Just sort of yeah, that's. <laughs> That's a, a while I guess what, ago. I'm say- what I'm saying is the 70s were a time when porn had more pubic hair. And so that. Yeah, 70s, have- I think chest hair and body hair generally were very more in vogue than they are now. Yeah. So did, did they. I mean, okay, so this is interesting, Ali, because um, I think that I've consumed both types of pubic hair porn. Um, but I just think that, like, I understand the current preference that men have because it's just like it makes well 
I mean, it, it, there's like a practical dimension, right? It makes things sort of easier to deal with in some on some level. And also like aesthetically, like, I mean, there's, it, it makes sense to me because unless you go back really far in the past, there's sort of a cultural thing around women shaving legs, armpits, so on and so forth. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious what, like, do these people communicate, like what, what the specific, why they specifically found that compelling? Uh, the, the the presence I could I could see being indifferent to it I could see preferring shaved it's hard for me to see preferring hairy not like I mean I guess not fully hairy but like some hair you know trimmed or something but not not clean shaven what about um, like around the labia and so like okay I feel like there's <laughs> it makes oral sex I don't want to say better or worse yet because I want your opinion on that without biasing it, but I don't really know what mine is. <laughs> but I, I would think that oral sex would be worse even for the receiver if she had pubic hair. Yeah. Well, I bet it doesn't I, matter. I mean, as you know, oral sex is always bad for me as the receiver. Right, um, right, right, right. You don't, you don't like so oral sex. what I've heard guys say, like some guys apparently, you know, like the smell. And if you have more hair there, it like traps Oh, yeah, I'm sure it's a so it bit has more, musky. more of that odor. Yeah. Yeah. Um and the other thing that I heard was just that it, you know, looks more womanly or something like that they like the It's less juvenile maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that that's the like part that I think like... they might be virtuous exactly. <laughs> I mean because because part of the part of what's going on here is you have I mean these were men who were significantly older than you. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, but like <laughs> Like, but like we I, both know what's going on there, right? I mean, it would also make sense for them to be like, "Oh, you look so young," right? Like we both understand why we're there, right? You think they just want to go all out and just be like, "Look, just shave head to toe." Let's just <laughs> yeah. Can you can you, can you wear like a schoolgirl outfit, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Also, I, I like I, back to this video. Don't you think that if both parties had pubic hair, this would be a less comfortable activity? Like because yeah, they possibly. neither have pubic hair. They yeah they're able to sort of like glide against each other in a way that I think pubic hair would interfere with. Mm -hmm. uh, she she has no opinion. Oh uh, no, I mean I no think opinion. It's, no, I'm, it, it's obvious. I'm thinking about it like. <laughs> yeah, it would probably get in the way slightly. I've never tried this scissoring <laughs> <laughs> performance, uh, but yeah, I, I think I could get in the way. Ali, does uh, you said uh, that men. Um, you said something like some men apparently like the odor, which took, I took to mean that you can't understand that or you, that's very sort of odd to you that I took that as a well, little signal I'm, there. Yeah, I'm, I'm allowing for the possibility that they say they like it, but they don't actually like it and they feel that they should. Okay. So, but, but I, I took it from that. Maybe this is wrong that you would not enjoy performing oral sex on a woman. Um. I wouldn't, but not because of the odor. I I just don't find, I mean, as you say, I don't find women compelling. So I don't know, I, I would do it, I guess, if it were required in some way, but it's not okay, something this, I would does, choose. I just want to know if this porn grosses her out, Keith. Like, I mean, that's oh, the thing. No. Like, I mean, it, no. okay. But, or is it, you're just, are you just like, uh, like in the way a, a guy, like men typically, unless you're bi or gay, I think most men don't really find gay porn compelling. But for you, it's just, is it just neutral? Is it negative? Is it? Could you see masturbating to this? No, probably not. It's... Okay. Yeah, it, it doesn't 
I don't Nobody find it asks, but I, could I don't, I don't find it repelling. This. Right, sure, sure. Keith, Keith, <laughs> Keith actually is masturbating to it right now. <laughs> I've been quiet for the last 60 seconds. There's something I need to tell you. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this is, this is, this is compelling. Uh, yeah. I actually, uh, I, uh, it's moderately compelling to me. I think the fact that like it's, like you, the, on some level, you actually don't see that much, right? Because they're everything's kind of hidden yeah, between their like, legs because I don't the way know they're if smashed I together. Actually, see any labia at any point right. in the, in the um, minute that we watched. And I think it's like generally, it's unusual for me to find like it's it's more difficult often when there's not a man when there isn't like yeah something that I recognize more uh, in I the also, porn scene when it's just lesbian. It's a little harder for me, but that's I can still get it done. Uh, mm-hmm. If I was, if you, if you, you know, if you forced me, if you're like, look, you have to use the lesbian channel, I'd be like, all right, give me, give me a few minutes here. <laughs> right. Yeah. I feel the same way. I almost never watch exclusively lesbian porn. Sometimes there's aspects of it. You know, you'll see like threesome porn and, you know, the women will do stuff, but I almost never seek this out. I'm, I might, I'm noting that I found this compelling and I'll, I may report back later with, you know, this might be like a new avenue for me to explore. <laughs> He's Keith, like, I, I, my semen went a centimeter further. Go ahead, Allie. Oh, I'm curious, Keith, what you think about the odor question, because given oh, your right. yeah. extreme cleanliness preferences, I would imagine you don't want any odor whatsoever. <laughs> there's, a, there's a Goldilocks zone, right? Like, okay. I, I do like the way women smell and taste. Sometimes it's a bit too strong. And I don't know how to quantify that using objective terms, but, you know, I know it when I smell it. Um, and yeah, like, yeah, like some amount of like the scent that a woman emits, uh, down there is great. And then there's, yeah, and then, but there's like some thin line that, that, you know, after which it it can be not so great. So yeah, I don't really know. And I, I don't think it has to do with like, um, lubrication volume. It's just that, I I mean, look, you, you would maybe be able to describe the weather conditions down there better than I would, but it seems like, uh, yeah, like sometimes things can be a little bit off. Uh, and I don't, I don't know what causes that. Well, Keith also is able to detect a woman's arousal often at a bar if he's talking to her. I don't know. Right. About right. Often. Yes. I don't know about often, <laughs> but yeah, I've said in the past that if I have a partner that I know well, uh, I can sometimes smell her. What is the word musk? Is that the right word? What's the word? Her. <laughs> sure. Her. Uh, yeah. It's great. I can smell her vagina. Uh, Secretions. <laughs> so, yeah. Even. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At, at, in a, in a crowded place. Um, it doesn't happen often, but it, it happens. Um, and I'm certain I'm not imagining it because. I've mentioned it before and they've been like, oh yeah. And then, yeah. So I know it's a thing. The thing that Keith doesn't know is that actually what they do is they go into the bathroom and then they, they get some and they put it like on their face, like perfume on their neck. <laughs> and that's what he's smelling. God. It's totally possible. <laughs> not even possible. Why? I had not considered this and that is so horrible. That is awful. No, you can tell. No, I mean, as a man, you, you can you do know? that with semen too. Are, are, the, are the nostrils, are the nostrils like, are the nostrils like the ears where it, are the, is it stereoscopic? Can you tell the direction a smell is coming from? 
Yes, you can. Okay. Yeah. I think I can. I think okay, I would she's know. She's so certain. Uh, how are you <laughs> certain of that? I read a paper about this relatively recently. Yeah. That's an odd thing to be casually reading, but okay. Um, it's, yeah. I, I thought I that, like I thought I that one tell. nostril at a time sort of closed off. No, no. They did this study because this is better known in animals that like fish can navigate via scent plume. And then they were trying to figure out whether humans can. And they can, obviously not as well as fish. But yeah, you can tell whether a scent is coming from your left or right. I, I, I can definitely that tell distance. That doesn't sound right to me. I can definitely but smell we'll, we'll distance. Put a pin in that. <laughs> I'll send you the paper. <laughs> yeah, but can, you see, Allie, like it's if like if there's smoke drifting by, like well, why would there be a difference? This is yeah, this is an interesting. Yeah, this is, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we don't need to get into the physics of this. I have, I have, <laughs> I have thoughts about this, but I, I know this conversation will definitely continue off air. But yeah, you can definitely. We agree, you can tell distance, right? Yeah. Um, because like if you know what like the baseline intensity of smelling a rose is, you can tell if you're near a rose or not. Sure, so you, can, you can tell distance, and so um, yeah, the analogy here is a vagina i can i can tell the distance that i'm smelling from uh okay let's move on from this video do either of you guys have anything else to say about this no okay no uh so uh i recently received uh a couple messages from someone on an online dating website and i told her about the podcast and uh she said starting episode one now definitely some fun titles so good job naming the podcast mike um, and then about an hour later, she says, oh, my, the lack of Thanks. rim job knowledge has me concerned. I hope you have learned more since episode one. So I don't remember episode one. That was years ago. Um, presumably, we talked about rim jobs. I probably said I didn't know exactly what it was. Yes. Uh, I've definitely, yeah, I mean, I know what a rim job is now. So I've not ever performed one or received one. And the reason why I bring this up is this is the third time someone has signaled to me that they like having their ass recently, having their ass eaten recently. We agree that she's signaling that she likes having her ass eaten, right? That's a likely interpretation. Yeah. Or she or, likes doing it. Okay. Yeah, at least that she has experience with it. Yeah. Okay. Let's assume for the sake of this argument, she's signaling that that's something she's interested in. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's a non-starter for me, at least in the giving direction. And I'm not really that interested in receiving. Am I being too square? Is this like a new thing that like lots of people are into? Allie? I am, I have no experience with it and I am also not into it. That seems like a road to, I don't know, staph infection or something. I mean, it just, it, it seems yeah. like there's a lot of potential to ingest bacteria and not a ton of potential for it to feel better than other activities. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, maybe it's okay. I, I have some insight into this, but yeah, I, I mean, I think that like, uh, I mean, there's a ta- like a lot of anal stuff relates to taboo, right? So it's basically like you get horny, your um, disgust response declines. You know, it's a little bit like being drunk. Maybe you're drunk too. And, you know, things that wouldn't have seemed like a good idea before start seeming like a good idea. And, you know, and, and basically it's like, what is the nastiest thing I can do here? Now, I don't know if actually that happens to women. I'd be interested in that, but it certainly happens to men, right, Keith? I mean, like this is a, yeah. there's I'm, like this I'm, feeling of like, oh, you want to be more nasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, the disgust reflex is like almost completely suppressed. Um, right. But yeah, but I don't. I guess, okay. All right. I guess I cannot suppress it enough to want to 
taste fecal matter from my partner. That's the shortest way I can state that. Um, and- sure, but like the but I, but yeah, I mean, I'm just saying like we might be having a, a different conversation right now if we were all like furiously masturbating. <laughs> huh. I wonder. I say all because I mean I, I assume you still are to the video, Keith. But. Right? No, I, I closed the video so that I could focus on the show. Uh, no, I mean oh, I know bad. I know there's like a trope, and I've, I've said I think I've even said it before on this show, but it was a while ago. Yeah, like people will say like, "Oh, she's so hot, I would eat the corn out of her this. poop." Right? Yes. Like, I knew you were going to say this notion that, that I know. Yeah, I, I know you love it so. <laughs> um, this notion that you can like your 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 disgust. Um, reflex is suppressed so much that you'll just be absolutely submissive and willing to do like, you know, consume whatever thing. The cleaner version of that I heard is somebody said, she's so hot. I would eat her booty juice. You know, like when you wear like booties to like go surfing or something. Oh Lord. Uh, that's a little what? cleaner. It's a little <laughs> I cleaner. Know what that means. Yeah. I would, I would, she's so hot. I would drink her booty juice. That's like a, this was said in the context of surfing, so it's, it's not. Oh, okay. Hey, booty juice was not Wait, like oh, diarrheal okay, or whatever. It was, you know. Yeah, you I know, would like think the they feet, mean the, like butt sweat or something. No, 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 no. You know, Me like the, that's what they call the like rubber, you know, wetsuit shoes you wear. They're called booties. Yeah, uh, that's right. I didn't, I didn't tell that right, but anyway, you get the idea. Wait, uh, I, so I, I, I'm interested ahead. in the, I'm interested in the, the woman's perspective on, um, on the disgust, uh, diminishment. Like, Ali, do you find? So, I mean, does that does what we're saying make sense to you that like when you're uh, depending on level of arousal, like your willingness and really interest, like you, you have a drive toward doing things that are kind of n- nastier or or does that not happen to you? To a certain extent, it does. I don't think that ever reaches the point where it would overcome poop being disgusting. Like I think I no matter how aroused, I don't think that I would be into poop. But things Can like you give an example of something like how. Yeah. Like what's the thing that it does make you overcome? Yeah, I so I hear people talking about like, you know, spitting in someone's mouth or something or just like saliva in general. I think I understand where you're coming from, Mike, that like when not aroused, you know, maybe I don't want a lot of someone else's saliva on my face or something. And maybe when I am aroused, that sounds better. I know one. Uh, first off, Mike, <laughs> I know what Mike thinks about saliva. He can he can barely tolerate it at any point. Yeah. But, OK, yeah. so. Men get this, like, I think it's called smegma. It's this, like, accumulation of stuff oh, around you know, <laughs> the base of their penis. Now, I'm my circumcision around the is base? not the base. Sorry, no, no, the, that's wrong. The, the base yeah. of the mushroom. What is what is the what yeah, is the okay, head of the okay. penis called again? It's not the tip. It's, it's, it's behind. It's behind the foreskin. Yeah. Yes, got it. Okay. Right. So I have a very tight circumcision, so I don't get smegma. Um, but I think most men have at least some non-zero amount. So like when you start blowing him, you know, you're cleaning that off. And that seems like something you're that- You're starting. Yeah. But yeah. It, like like women tolerate that or seem to. Like lots of women claim to like blowjobs. As you guys know, I think that most women who report they like blowjobs actually don't. But for the ones that actually do, um, the ones that literally do, uh, yeah, that's like something that they seem to suppress. Like obviously you're not, okay, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Would you be interested in? Uh, yeah, how do I even create a situation where you have to consume smegma, <laughs> but you're not aroused? So I've only been with two uncircumcised men ever, and both of those were like one night stand ish sort of things. Like it was not a long term thing. Um, so I don't did have a blo- lot of experience. Did you blow them? With that one I did, and I do not remember there being any. Yeah. Did he, did he like, shower beforehand, discharge. or maybe? Okay. Who knows. He didn't shower beforehand, but I 
I also don't remember seeing any or tasting anything out of the ordinary. And for a circumcised guy, I don't know where that would accumulate. Like, there's no fold. There can be. Like, maybe you can describe this better than I. Well, I mean, it's just a matter of, like, they, you know, they they have to choose the place to make the cut, right? And so different, yeah, I mean, different guys wind up with different amounts of uh, coverage or whatever, amount amount of foreskin remaining. And so depending on that, you could have some space there. But but Keith, I wanted to bring up, like, I mean, I don't, okay, I think you're making a mistake here by thinking that uh, women, no, 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 (laughs) that women uh, would uh, like, like, or be okay with there being, stuff like that uh magma, <laughs> magma. or whatever yeah. <laughs> and and the reason why is that it's happening at the beginning of the of the encounter is when you're going to encounter that stuff and so like i actually think like you see on the sex hub like these kind of hygiene issues like come up and i think that like it's it, the, the difference here with like the rimming thing is that like the rimming is going to be like when you're pretty far into the act whereas probably the discovery of mm-hmm. smegma will be sort of at the beginning of the act and so like i don't think I don't really think there's a situation where like that's in any way going to be welcome. Um, it's yeah. Okay. And I could, I could give you like the flip side, which is that like, on the other hand, like I think that most women don't really have any problem with switching from PIV to giving oral to the man where there is stuff on there, but it's like, they've already, they're kind of in the middle a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also their own secretions but i I just think like my my impression is that because you're sort of later in the process like your disgust uh feeling has diminished i feel like i feel like arousal for me anyway is more binary like i'm not sure if there's some function where it grows steadily over time and then it like peaks at a point where i'm okay with things that i wouldn't be you know, moments or minutes. That can't before. be right, Keith. That can't. That can't be right. Like if you're, okay, if you, okay so you're saying that just, you're saying that just be. So you, you, you let's say you watch uh, that wonderful tribbing video we just watched, and mm-hmm. it gets you an erection. <laughs> tribbing. Uh, at that moment, you are the same level aroused as you are, say, with your when you're within thirty seconds of ejaculating in a new partner's vagina. Okay. It can't be. All right, you've, you're setting up arguing by extremes here. I, I appreciate that. Uh, no, but like I, mean, I know that we, I know that we uh, doing the podcast does arouse you. I just think don't think it could, could get to that level. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I I feel like hmm. I, okay, I think that there, that, there are the, degrees the of arousal. Okay, all right, fine. There are degrees of arousal, but like most of it. Yeah, like I feel like okay. Let's say it's on a scale of a hundred. I feel like. When I'm aroused, I'm like an 85 or higher. And like, sure, like during like really great experiences, I can get to a 97. But the difference between 85 and 97 doesn't feel like there's a whole lot of things that fit into that zone where where I'm willing to do that I'm not at an 85. Does that, I feel like that was a little bit technical, but I This is very cute because it implies that you're reserving three percentage points for some future experience. (laughs) Like the highest I've ever gotten is a 97. I don't know know what the spectrum (laughs) is. I'm 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 certain I haven't seen the top, but you know maybe I'll get closer. I've I've had some very lovely sexual experiences, so you know, yeah. But yeah, I'm saving some. So yeah, it's like uh, when you're reviewing like a in the Olympics when they review like figure skating or gymnastics they always try to leave <laughs> yeah. if they know that like you know the great person hasn't gone yet they try to save some room uh, yeah yeah i just think keith that there that if you were uh in the aforementioned whatever you want to call it 97 
percentile or whatever, 97 <laughs> out of 100. Of and something yeah. sort of unusual happened. Yeah, if some, something, yeah, fine. And something sort of unusual happened in that situation. Like, um, I'm not yeah. sure exactly what the unusual thing is, but let's say, let's say, um, let's say that your partner has a pretty realistic male dildo. And when you're really hyper aroused, she wants you to put it on in your mouth and suck it. Yeah. I think you'd be more likely to do it right at that moment than let's I wish say you had the encounter. Yeah. I wish you hadn't chose that specific example because you're, you're really <laughs> challenging me to say yes to a thing that like I don't want to, but, uh, but well done. Well done. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think you're right. Yeah. There's some... There are some moments during which I am probably particularly vulnerable to something that in other moments I would be like, absolutely not. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I, I mean, really where, where I wanted to go with that is that like, I think that, okay, I think there's a substantial fraction of men who, uh, yeah, if at that moment, like a dude showed up with a dick would put the dick in their mouth. <laughs> That's what I actually think. I feel like, like I feel like I hope that would be a bridge too far for me, but you know, you never know for sure. Until but I think put in that situation, you can get to that level of arousal. Yeah. Well, I think yeah, the counterpoint I... from ahead. a previous episode is that if the woman has like a sesame seed seed sized piece of toilet paper on her labia, that will completely <laughs> ruin the entire experience. Repeat. No, because that's at the beginning, Ali. That was at the beginning. Okay, it was yeah, at I the that beginning. Was like midway no, through. Right. Yeah. No, because like, by the time he's by the time he's been thrusting in and out for however you know the the two minutes it takes him to get to level ninety seven. No, however many <laughs> minutes it takes, right. he will have de destroyed that toilet paper. Yeah, I, I assume. By the way, I would yeah revisiting that that toilet paper story. Like we should assume our listeners know the entire canon of my of my <laughs> sex life. Um, yeah, I had a partner once. She came back from the restroom and there was some toilet paper on her labia, and it was like a huge turn off. And I, I don't, I don't remember how I noped out of there, but I somehow did. Uh, I have since encountered this again, and I'm I'm more. I think in my in my old age, I'm more forgiving of such. Uh, such issues, but yeah, there are, <laughs> that is a, that is a good point. Like there are definitely like levels to my arousal and like things I will tolerate. And like, I may be unreasonable about not tolerating some things and tolerating others, but yeah, I think there is, okay. I've been convinced my, my view has been changed. There are, there are gradations. Oh, okay. so I will, hold on. Let me say one more thing. I do yeah. think it's more, yeah. I don't know if it's more like time in a single encounter, but it's like how excited I am about that specific partner. So, yeah, I can't. Yeah, okay. Those Hang things on. are related, so, though. So Those things are all related. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure, Keith. I'm pretty sure that if you were in an MFF threesome, yep, let's say I the like second so woman far. showed up in the middle. I don't know. Yeah. I think you would rimmer. I think you would. I think you would because you'd just be like, like, yeah, if that was the price to pay. And, and it wouldn't even, you wouldn't even think of it as a price to pay. You'd just be like, this is so great that you would just do. Not okay, whatever. Fine. I mean, right. yes, you would. Right. I think Ali right. made a good point. You wouldn't eat her poop. Yeah. You'd yeah, be, that's, that's too far. But, but yeah, I would. I mean, as long as like, you know, you don't, you know, peel back, peel apart the crack and like, I mean, there's some requisite level of cleanliness, but yeah, I would. I so would. here, so what we have here, Keith, is with this, with this woman who's, um, this lovely young lady who's contacted you and, and expressed an interest. All <laughs> uh -huh. you need to do is you have a repost here. Your repost is just like, hey. Uh, you know what I like? What's <laughs> better like, than one butthole is two buttholes. Yeah, I, I like having six of your friends. Um, 
Yeah. Okay. Great. 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 Yeah. Thanks for uh, helping me figure out how to respond to her. Um, yeah. Ali, there's no situation where you would do this to a man. Is that is that where we're at? I'm not going to say no situation, but there would always be more appealing things to do. Yeah, like literally anything, basically. (laughs) (laughs) So I'd I'd have to imagine a situation where the man is like, the one thing, the only thing that I enjoy is having you tug my butthole, at which point I'm like, why am I here? (laughs) Well, so Keith, this, uh, this leads in nicely to that topic with the pegging. Yeah. Uh, and I'd like to hear Allie's take on pegging. I'm actually kind of curious. I'd like to hear a woman's take on that. Okay. All right. Um, Do you want to read the thing and then? Yeah, I'll read it. Uh, let's see here. So this is a little bit lengthy, but I think it's worth it. And I think, I think we need to, to do the full reading to get the proper context. So this person says, I think I finally understood why guys care about the numbers so much. My boyfriend and I are pretty open with each other. We were friends before we got together, and I knew he's had many girlfriends in the past, both casual and serious, but I never paid that much thought. We were talking about pegging the other day, just academically, so it's not really my thing, but he told me that if I ever get curious, we can try it. His willingness and the way he said it got me curious, so I asked him if it's something he wants to do or if it's something he's done before. He told me that yes, he had done it before and enjoyed it, but he doesn't really want to do it with me because he knows I probably won't be into it that much. He said he mentioned it just so I know it can be a possibility. I didn't know that about him. I couldn't even imagine it, to be honest. It caught me so much by surprise that I started asking him question after question. With who? How many times? Why? Who asked for it? Do you do more other submissive stuff? How many women have you subbed for? The question just kept coming out with me unable to stop myself. I was feeling cold sweats running down my spine all the time. My heart was sinking more and more with each answer, but I couldn't stop. I wanted to know. No, I needed to know. I had never felt that way before, so possessive, so angry, so disappointed, so so surprised, so confused. I can't really explain it. It made me feel super weird that my boyfriend had subbed for other women. Pegging wasn't the only thing on the list. I couldn't wrap my mind around it. It was such an uncomfortable thought for some reason, and I'd be lying if I said it didn't affect me, especially since it was with more than one woman. I could make my peace with it easier if it's if it's something he got curious about and tried just once, but no, he let multiple women do that to him. Obviously, I'm not saying anything yet. It's not it's not his problem to deal with. It's just in my head. I know I, I know I wouldn't appreciate it if he flat out told me that my past made him uncomfortable. So the least I can do is give it some time and see if I could deal with those feelings myself. I just thought I'd share in case other people have gone through something similar. So, Mike, you want to give us your theory here? Well, there's so I mean I, I'd like to talk about the topic of pegging generally because we've had it on our list for a while to get sort of a female take on that and uh but separately uh so why don't we actually why don't we do that first and then we can talk about the sort of emotional context here too so okay so ali tell us what you uh hold on you're familiar with pegging i take it yeah well i haven't so i haven't done it in the sense that i think pegging is like wearing a wearing a dildo wearing a strap on yeah in the position that a penis would be and like getting behind the guy and uh, Mm um behaving well you could also you don't have to be behind him. He can. Um, I mean, I've seen porns where, <laughs> where he pulls his uh, legs. Where, up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That you can do that too. That yeah. that appears to be a possible position. So I haven't done that. I would be interested in doing that. I have done the like put a finger in his butt while you're you know having sex or something. Um, you know, upon the reach around. Request. The reach yeah, around. which which I don't think is pegging. Um, I think I would enjoy pegging. Uh, I think that would be fun. I just haven't been with a guy who has wanted that okay we got a double click here so why would you enjoy it yes. is there any physical stimulation to yourself i think the answer is no ish yeah what aspect of it makes it enjoyable 
so yeah, I think you're right. There's probably usually no physical simulation. There are double-ended dildos, so I guess I could. Okay, sure. And if that's what you're talking about, please end. clarify. But if not, good question. <laughs> well, I think too. that would be fun too. No, I was I was talking. I think I would enjoy even the part where it's a single-ended dildo, unidirectional, uh, a unidirectional dildo. Yeah, I think I would enjoy this for something about. I think the guy submitting to me feels, you know, powerful or like like he trusts me. It doesn't feel emasculating to your partner? It I'm, might a little, I, mean, I suspect. Sorry, I suspect that's why most guys I've been with don't want to do it. Like, sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry. I didn't mean it that way. I'm sure for most people or for many people, I, I don't know what the percentages are. For many men, they would feel emasculated by being pegged, for example, myself. Yeah. Um, but would you wouldn't mind that you're sort of dominating him? That wouldn't make him less attractive to you? Hmm. I think it's something where, well, it it might, yeah, it it might a little bit, but so there's there's two it would, counter. It would open up, <laughs> well, it would open up the possibilities of things we could do during sex. Like I guess I'm imagining doing this with like a long term partner where I already have had the opportunity to feel superior to him in some way. <laughs> like it's not perfect anymore, so. Insofar as this could be something that he also enjoys, I think. Well, Hank, let me let me tell the little story uh, that comes up on Reddit sometimes. That I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast too much. I'm not sure if we have either. But, but um, go ahead. Yeah, Keith and I have discussed this a number of times. So, um, a a somewhat common story that you see on the sex subreddit is a. It's unclear who it doesn't matter really who who initiates this, but basically a couple agrees to do an MMF threesome. Maybe it's supposed to be an MFM threesome, where like it's just the woman <laughs> interacting with the men. But either way, mistakes are made. Either yeah. way, at some point, no, no. But it could actually be that it was planned to be an MMF, and that the woman was sort of all for it. She was like, "This will be interesting. This will be fun." And then the woman basically, what I imagine happening, I've never been in this situation or seen it, but what I imagine happening is the woman like. At some point, the her boyfriend starts receiving anal from the other guy, and I just imagine this like the woman just has this gets this look of terror in her eyes, and she realizes like this has totally changed the way, the way she perceives. She's just watching like in horror this thing happen that she's just like, oh my god, now I I don't see this huh. man the same way I did before, and so then subsequently like. It, this, the way the story ends, like it, it's a little different each time, but generally the woman's behavior becomes kind of erratic and the guy has difficulty understanding it. But in each case, Keith and I have like agreed, no, what's going on is she like, yeah, basically she's, there's a image she had in her mind of what a man is and like, you're not that anymore. Right. Like you basically destroyed like the sort of protector, or the guy with the sword and the shield that's going to fight for you. Like now she's seen you basically let a guy do that to him. Oh, see, I, seen I him don't let a guy do that to him. Yeah, I disagree with that. And I'm, that. I might be out of the ordinary here, but I, I don't feel any jealousy toward my male partner doing things with other men. I pretty much don't even consider that cheating. Like I only would be jealous about my partner doing things with other women. I think they're just completely not, different. Well, it's not, not jealousy. Games. It's that he's he's like basically Weaker. adopted a submissive role that makes it so that you don't like you no longer are able to see him as like the father of your children or the man or something <laughs> like that not, you see the point yeah i think 
I think in almost all relationships, they start out where you think like, oh, this guy is great. And like, you know, I, I could never see him in that role. And then, you know, things happen. And you realize like, yeah, he's not perfect. Like, I'm better than him in some ways. So I think that it, <laughs> you know, it. it uh... <laughs> Slash every way. Yeah. Um, you see, you see <laughs> hang on. But you see already that she's she has subconsciously placed letting, having the guy do this as him not being as good. <sighs> Right. Yeah. She switched it. She switched the conversation from, uh, oh, he's done this thing that's not masculine to I'm better than him in certain ways. And that makes him worse. You see that, right? It already she, happened. She's well, already- it removes his ability to be or it removes my ability to see him as as dominant in the same way, I guess. Right. That's right. I mean, I, well, I, I don't think these by the way, in each of these cases, the woman was like various things happened, but like nobody thought this was going to happen going in. Right. It's like it's like this surprising this is a surprising thing, serendipitous. Well, the opposite of serendipitous thing that happens in the woman's brain. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, I but think... But do you think she would not have that reaction if she sees her partner, like, taking the, the active role in anal sex with the man? Like, Yes. I th- that's well, right. I, I know Mike thinks, and, I th- and I'm starting to come around to his point of view, but <laughs> yeah, let, let me mansplain what Mike thinks. And I, it, it's that, <laughs> yeah, the directionality is important. Um, sub- versus dominating versus submitting matters. So it's not that it's like two men having sex. It's that one of them is being submissive to the other and the submissive one uh, in the eyes of a later female partner is less, yeah, is, le- is less dominant. And, you know, some people don't care about that, but I think a lot of women do prefer the sort of standard male, male dominant, female submissive uh, sexual dynamic. And well, that's Keith, yeah. there's another it's related. There's an intertwined element here that uh that you uh, that relates to your uh, some of the experience you've told me about, which is basically like you have very frequently said that like there's a kind of phase change that happens in your relationship. Well it's kind of obvious after you have penetrative sex with the woman. And it's really on the woman's side. Like she basically her behavior toward you shifts in some way, but you, you, you characterize it, you can characterize it like falling in love or whatever. Like there's something that changes. And like, um, I've read number, numerous threads where people talk about this. And I think it's sort of similar that like, it's related that like, there's a significant difference between all the other things you can do and being penetrated. In the eyes of somebody, Well, no, 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 just in the, no, well, in this case, we're talking about pegging. Right. And so, or whatever, or MMF situations. But the point is that, like, it puts you in a position where, like, there's a, a, a different, like, emotional field that's, that occurs when, like, it's like, it's like a, a very different, like, when you first have sex with a woman, your experience is very different from hers, is the point. I, I don't, I'd be interested in Ali's take on this, but, like, there's a significant emotional difference. And it, that explains both uh, why the woman would become more attached, like, her, the velocity of the attachment gets a lot faster like it, than, than the experience the man has and also why you would have weird sort of uh, jealousy things around uh, finding out that a guy had been pegged by other women like that sub, uh, the, the mention in the subreddit and also the uh, woman watching her boyfriend have gay receptive gay anal sex with another guy. It's like in all of these cases, like the common thread is like there's like the receiving penetration is like way more emotionally charged than giving penetration. Okay. That hypothesis. I agree with you. I mean, I <laughs> agree sense. with you, your theory in the sense that like having 
knowing that your boyfriend has done something where he is submissive with another woman would make me jealous. Uh, but I don't think that the submissiveness is the key part necessarily with another man. What's the key part? That he might be gay? Um. <laughs> <laughs> like that could be a, that could be an issue. Right. I guess. Yeah. That would be something you want to know. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't I think, think it's too big of a deal. I don't think that I would see him that differently knowing that he had had anal sex with a man. Oh, well, a, bi- Allie, a bisexual, a hypothetically have... bisexual partner versus a only heterosexual partner. Yeah. Like, obviously, if he's gay and he's, like, suppressing that and, like, pretending to be into women, that's the problem. Yeah. The, the situation we're constructing here is, yeah, he's, he, he likes both. Right. But, Ali, does, does, what that, does what I'm saying about the, um, probably sort of, uh, from the man's eye view of the world thing, but but the 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 notion that um the experience like that f- for you as a woman, the first time you have penetrative sex with a man, like much more changes about your relationship than it does for the man. Like, does that make sense to you, or you're like that's total hogwash? It makes no sense to me. Hold on, before Ali answers, let me let me caveat with this. I think most women would say, like, I don't I don't know if women are necessarily consciously aware of what happens for them after they have an initial sexual well, I'm asking you to interest me. Keith, I mean, I know, I know that they're not. And I also like, look, I put like a, a score of like maybe 50, 50 on what Ali's saying about her belief about what would happen if she had a partner <laughs> who had sex with a man. And the reason why, wow. no, the reason why Allie, I say this is not to like, that's great. Integrate you. Yeah, I, well, cause I don't, Different people do have different reactions, but I don't say it to denigrate you, but just say like, I, we've read a lot of posts by, by like people who were like shocked it was like they were with a partner who was totally like, oh, it'll this True. MMF's gonna be great. Yeah. And then like and then it destroys their relationship. Yes. And they're sh- they're shocked by that. Like they didn't expect that to happen. But anyway, anyway, yeah. go, with yeah. like disappointed so in right, themselves. That's fair. And, you know, they're they're posting on like a sex positive subreddit, you know, they're they're but they're like surprised that they found this thing so repulsive yeah. or so much of a turnoff. That's very fair. I don't yeah, I don't have any way of knowing how okay, I would but, actually react. In terms of well, in terms of the do I think that having penetrative sex with someone changes our relationship? I mean, I more I think, for you I think, than for him is the key. I think it really depends how much I like the guy. Like if I if I'm not that into the guy, and this is just obviously like a casual kind of thing, or like I'm trying to decide whether I like him, I don't think it changes that much. If I'm really into him and I've been, you know, obsessively like waiting for this point then yeah i could see that changing things i yeah i think it's going to be more so you're basically differentiating between like sort of a drunken one night stand and like something where you've been dating for a while and stuff like that yeah Um, i think that's the yeah um maybe not drunken maybe a sober one night stand but uh uh sure but i mean but the key question okay let's say it's the situation where there's dating and it's not the one night stand situation because i think Mm -hmm. that's a fair point um do you think that more changes for you than for the man in that situation? Hmm. Like, do you think your attachment goes up way more than his? I, I obviously think it does for most women. Hmm. Keith, I think, also thinks it does. I don't think it does. I, I don't know. I, I don't you know don't that I would so? say my no, attachment I know it does. goes up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I would characterize it as attachment. I would say, I guess, my, you know, 
my interpretation of his interest level goes up, like my expectation that we might have sex more than once now, or that, you know, that we might have sex again, like that goes way up. Like, uh, What about like your expectation of like, now you're in a relationship or various like, you know, oh, I'll give you an example. Hmm. So, so, uh, a thing that, uh, that, that, um, happens with people who you frequent the uh, the dating marketplace is that there's this implicit assumption of monogamy where yeah i mean people yeah there's an assumption of monogamy uh but it's not always explicitly said i mean you could of course have a conversation where you say oh you know are we now monogamous and maybe at some point in your relationship you will but there's an assumption baked in there uh and i think that assumption kind of takes hold after the first sexual act uh in the woman's brain but I think in many cases for men, it does not. So I think there's like an asymmetry that occurs there. Like, so, so I would, I would wonder that about for you. Like if you, don't you think that you're much more likely in your mind to view the relationship as sort of monogamous once you, for you at least once, meaning you're not going to pursue other sexual relationships with men once you've had penetrative sex with them? <laughs> well, I guess it really depends how good the sex is, but yeah. Well, let's I say think, you're liking that, Yeah. 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 That assumption is, is much more likely. Um, and you'd Where, be surprised if you found out he was having sex with like five other women, right? I, it yeah, depends I on so. it, it depends a lot on his behavior, what else I know about him. If I usually ask people if they are seeing, you know, other people. Um so if, if he has said no and then we have sex for the first time and then I find out that he's actually having sex with five other people, then I yeah, I would be surprised. I mean, um Mike's trying to backdoor the notion of yeah, like something something with women changes after a sexual encounter in a way that makes them more attached to the man and for men some something changes as well but it's like the magnitude is less um right but if you maybe, get pegged as a man i suspect it's more like a woman right i think probably what changes is that a lot of women assume that men don't have that many opportunities to have sex and that once they find one person who will have sex with them they're like bam that's done like here is my sex outlet and they're not looking for others so maybe that's where the assumption of monogamy would come that's from. a crazy assumption <laughs> right. well it depends women on what do, kind that's women that's wrong <laughs> it depends what kind of partners they're meeting but yeah well i mean just the, the part about or it's like the part about it, okay. The part about it where it's like, oh, they might not have access to other partners. Okay, fine. That that I'm not going to argue with. It depends on the guy. But the part where it's like, oh, this is my outlet, and like I'm going to turn down other opportunities. That's that doesn't comport with reality. Mm -hmm. Like right. I, I think I think that almost I think that I think that one could construct a situation where almost any man would have sex with the woman. Almost, almost any man. Like it's like there are men who would just be like, absolutely not. I'm not going to do this. But you could, and 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 you could say, oh well, it could be a situation where you you know your wife could find out or blah blah blah. But I'm saying you could construct a situation where like you know if you construct a situation where none of that stuff can happen, the guy will be like, all right, I'm going to do it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. The notion of the sole outlet theory is not, in my opinion, viable. Okay. Do we want to talk about the emotional reaction to finding out a partner is pegged anymore? No, I think that's good. Okay. Uh, I think we have time for one more topic here. I wanted to, 
Hold on, trying to find it on my spreadsheet here. So this person posted about this weird sex dream. And I don't know what it means, but it's kind of funny to read. And maybe we can analyze it for this person. So do I tell my boyfriend about the bizarre dream I had about him and his penis last night? I had a dream last night that my boyfriend and I were hooking up on a big couch. And at some point, his penis fell off. And my cat picked it up in his mouth and started running around with it. He apparently didn't notice, so I somehow secretly chased the cat to get the penis back. Jump forward, and now he's holding his detached penis with a condom on the base where it was detached, which he is stroking to make it hard. We're in my dining room, and my mom is giving him advice on going to the hospital and that it should be no worries to reattach. And my brother <laughs> is complimenting him on his dick. Everyone is very calm. I struggle with excess honesty, but I keep this one to myself, right? Is there a standard trope? Like, so I think like if your teeth fall out, that's like a dream that a lot of people have. Yeah, have... that's like supposed to be anxiety. I think. Okay. Is a penis falling off or a partner's penis falling off like a thing? I've never had a dream like that, fortunately. I haven't either. It seems pretty straightforwardly like an emasculation kind of dream, particularly because <laughs> your mom and your brother are also like giving him advice on his dick. Like, yeah, I think to the point where you're involving your mom and brother in it. It's Well, hold on. For starters, the mom says it should be no worries to reattach, and she, she's very clear to say everyone's calm. So there's not a there's not a panic about it. And also, didn't she say in my dining room the base was detached? Oh, and my brother is complimenting him on his on his dick. Yeah, I mean, I think those are both kind of emasculating. Like your brother is complimenting. Well, I mean, it's he's weird naked. that it's a brother. Your whole family, yeah. But he's not shaming the detached penis. And also he's stroking it to get it hard in front of your mom and brother. <laughs> right. I'll tell you, the, the thing- I really focused earlier, on the family I, aspect here. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. I, I think I read this last night. Uh, so I, I remember this one. Yeah, I, I knew yesterday. what it was going to be when you started to bring it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the thing that, the thing that actually <laughs> caught my eye was um, there was something about- there was something, yeah, for me, like the thing that psychologically caught my eye was something about like how the woman- was viewing the man's penis separately from his, the rest of his body. Like, like, like it's like that she viewed it as like this separate entity, which was interesting to me because I think that, um, I think that men do that to women a lot. Like in other words, yeah, when men think of like women, they'll just, it's like men love to like, obviously sort of mentally dissect various elements of women's bodies. Like that's something that men, you know, can just sit around in a public place and, and do. Whereas for the women, like when I've talked to women about stuff like that. The, for them, it's always, it's just part of my body. It's like not, like I don't think of my my breasts or my vagina or my butt as like these separate entities that are like detachable like Legos. Like I, it's just my body. <laughs> Whereas for a guy, like it's, you know, honestly, men, I think really do almost think of them as like Legos that are detachable, oddly. Like it's like some weird thing about how we conceptualize the world. And like, so yeah, I thought it was, it was interesting to me that like, it gave me that emotion that I imagine women have when men sort of deconstruct their bodies. Like I, I was like, oh, that's weird that like she's viewing his penis as like this separate entity because I always – it's like if you ask a woman like – and I've had the misfortune uh, in my youth of asking a woman this. I, I now know it's a stupid thing to ask but like what do you like about my, my cock? Uh, and <laughs> I remember specifically the answer. Did you get any good the answer feedback? She gave, the answer she gave was that it's attached to you. 
Okay. So oh, like that, but God. that's like, oh. that's like the standard female answer. Well, that's, that's the standard the last female thing answer. You want to hear, like, care. you want to hear about it's huge oh, and it's, you know, I like the veins and the shape. And yeah. 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 I think she could have been more creative there. There's a great well, good song. Good for you, Allie. But... There's a great song called Detachable Penis, which maybe yeah. this poster had heard before <laughs> having yeah. this dream. Yeah, yeah. I remember that song from like yeah. the 90s or something, right? Yeah. Wait, Allie, Allie, if somebody asked you what you liked about their cock, you would actually like try to compliment it on its shape, size. Yeah. You wouldn't yeah, yeah. say something like it's because it's because I just think that like I've, I've seen um, the standard female answer is because of the guy. Like they don't care about the penis. But you're saying you sort of do. Like you actually I view do. the penis like separately. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Allie I think answering also... because it's attached to you is the most milk toast answer. That's like if somebody's like, "What do you like about my feet?" or something. I don't know. <laughs> I think Allie is a bit more aware that, like, if a man asks her that, he's not asking for an emotional connection in that moment. He's <laughs> feeling insecure about his penis, and he wants to have, you know, he wants, to, yeah, he wants, he wants a positive description of of the actual organ, not. That she really likes how he takes him out to dinner, right? Like that's not. <laughs> right. But I'm, I'm just saying, like this, 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 uh, this, this young lady might have thought that she was. I mean, I don't know why she would think this if she knew you at all. But she might have thought that you wanted to hear that she liked you. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah, it was. It was like the context was best, definitely like sort of a dating context. So she was, and I, no, but she was also being honest. Like this is like the. I just don't think that like. Uh, um. I think it's unusual the 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 feeling that Ali's expressing of actually like thinking about his penis sort of separately like that. I think is unusual. That's I mean, look, this goes into like why women don't like dick pics because it's just not like right, Ali. You don't like dick pics, right? Oh no, I do. I've never received oh one God. unsolicited. Is the thing. Uh, okay, you've have oh, you well, ever received? Uh, you're about to. Let <laughs> <laughs> me get my phone out here. <laughs> well, let's remedy that no, right I, now. I like <laughs> I like the way that penises look. I think there are you know, aesthetic aspects that can be complimented. Uh, can you okay, tell me on. what I mean? What what's your favorite part? I mean, come on, let's let's get some compliments here. Like, well, okay, I'm I'm curious to hear what she likes about about them. I like you like the throbbing head. Yeah, I like when the it... glands is like large. You know, when it's like thick i guess i like a little bit of a curve tiny bit of a curve i don't know <laughs> i also feel like i've been in relationships where there's a fair amount of like anthropomorphizing his penis or like you know oh your dick wants this or something or like how does your dick feel that kind of thing so like there's okay that again if... feels like the because it's attached to you i know that's, that's exactly what i was gonna say hmm. like, yeah she's, really? she's yeah. she has to be very careful that you're avoiding yeah, like, what if it was someone else's penis, right? Like it's 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 that it belongs to him that's important. Right? What do you mean? In terms of my appreciation of the way it looks or in terms of the anthropomorphizing? <sighs> the anthropomorphizing. Uh it's it's <laughs> Yeah, like I mean there's okay. even a little voice and everything, right? Like there's <laughs> Okay. Do oh, you Lord. ever do you ever <laughs> Oh my god! Do you that's ever not, yeah, that's, see, that's, just like that's very different? Do you ever just like scour the web looking at you know close-ups of of penises? If I'm looking for something to masturbate to, yes. okay, oh, that's not, interesting. Not like okay, just... that's interesting. All right, I don't think that's common. I don't think I that's think it's common like incredibly either. uncommon, actually. Yeah, that's that's my guess. Um, but uh, I mean, I like it, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's 
And by the way, uh, you know, our, our listeners can, um, I mean, okay, we had one dick pic sent to us. I mean, if people want oh, God. to send us dick pics, we can, <laughs> You are opening yourself up. For, we can well, I mean, forward how many them on to Allie. You have, really? Like. We've got plenty. We got plenty. We got plenty, Allie. We'll, we'll, if you want to send us a dick pic for Allie, just put it in the email, <laughs> pod gmail.com, and we will forward it on to her. Just make sure it's in the subject line. This is amazing. Uh, so we can not have to look at it. <laughs> yeah, she will she will give you a feedback on an episode or maybe even does gmail still know. still show thumbnail previews regard like can we turn that off like, i don't i hope not yeah i hope yeah, not. If, if you're into tricking keith and mike into seeing your dick you can send an email that does not have it in the subject line. right 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 you could uh pre- yeah it would be nice if you just put in a zip file or something so we don't have to <laughs> okay it's i think this is a good place this is a good place to prank. Yeah, it's twenty megabytes. This is a good wait, you place don't to wrap to, wait, up. Keith, you don't want to hear more. You don't want to hear more from Allie about what. Okay, so hang on, just one more thing here. So you like a big head? Do you like it long, short, thick, thin? Like what? Let's hear your. Since you have like okay, and the reason I'm asking this, Allie, is women don't have preferences like this typically. So sure, seeing as you, you do, n- I did. Do you talk to women a lot about this? <laughs> do, do i okay, know I do. but i mean there's but there's this general you know size matters that's from the woman's perspective right it's not like size well, that relates to like how it to you how yeah. it feels well inserted right mm-hmm. but you we're talking it to aesthetics look proportional here. like if it's very long but also very skinny that is weird looking uh so you, you like you it but it, do you like okay and you know you want it to be long yeah, you want it to be like more than five inches, I'll say. No offense, Keith, but like. <laughs> oh, please. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Do you. Those five would, inches in, my, would in you, my early teens, and now it's. Yeah, anyway. Right. <laughs> what would you say about if it was, say, six and three quarters? Is that good? Yeah, that sounds perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I have been oh, with one God. guy. Like I've been with one guy where it was too long or like too big in the sense that it like kept slipping out when we were trying to have sex. Like. So it, it wait, can it was, be too wait, big. Wouldn't it be well. the opposite? Why was it slipping? Yeah, I don't understand that. I would think I would think that would be a problem with one that is too small, hypothetically. Oh no, but I think just like you know, I mean, I'm not gonna like that my vagina was like too tight, and so like it would naturally want to like ah. force it out. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, hmm. but the guy's job is to thrust it back in. So, well, yeah, that's good, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> literally his job, <laughs> <laughs> right? It was just like uncomfortable, you know, an uncomfortable amount of stretching from this guy. I see. I see. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, okay. W- one more thing. Why a curve? Is it more, it seems to more, more realistic? Aesthetically pleasing. Um, huh. Upward, downward, what direction? Upward, I'm sure. <laughs> to the I left. I don't know that I've ever seen one that curves down. Yeah. I mean, to the, to the left or right or up. Yeah. Well, they all kind I'm of trying curve to imagine down what it would look like if it curves down. Like, <laughs> yeah, but if it's, if it's hard and it curves down, like, yeah, uh, you can see. I, I mean, actually, uh, Ali, the fact that you've never seen one that curves down makes me skeptical about your porn um, accessing habits because there are plenty of them that curve kind of downward. I mean, you know, it's yeah, that 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 happens somewhat frequently in porn. Okay, I'll I'll uh, pay more attention to that. But you prefer the curve up to the straight arrow, and that's not because you want G spot stimulation. It's actually aesthetic. You're like, you know, your vision of the perfect male penis is curved upward. I would say, I, I would say, curved to the to one side or the other is slightly better than curved upward. But yeah, what? But isn't that asymmetrical? Yeah, yeah. And you like that? Yeah. Okay. Huh. 
Yeah, maybe Ali. I mean, you know, in the ancient world, I mean, they used penises as mile markers, as uh, mile markers mark? for the ends of. Pr- oh, absolutely! No, they they made sculptures. I mean, if you go to Pompeii, there's penises everywhere. Uh, penises, big statues of penises, were used to mark the ends of properties, to, you know, various stuff like that. And maybe women like you, who appreciated a good cock, uh, were were part of that. I, I assume it was yeah. just guys that did it. But but it's it's not. It's lovely to hear that because you know that's not a common. Uh, female reaction. I, I actually think it's like very uncommon. So. so if you're going along the road and it's like mile three, there's three dicks or like... no, no, it would just be like, no, no, a, no, no. I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure about mile markers, but certainly the ends of properties. And it would just be, you know, a big cock to show you like, look, there's a, there's a, you're, you're entering some man's territory and here's this, you know, here's a cock to tell you. Huh. You know? Okay. Interesting. I wonder if it was like uh, plastered from his actual dick. Or, or modeled after his actual <laughs> dick, or if it's just sort of a generic, <laughs> generic penis. Generic. It would be sort of the dick of a god, like you know, like the the god was in like Priapus. Priapus was the. Mm-hmm. That's why the priapism, the the painful, uh, everlasting erection, is the god who had the gigantic cock. And like in Pompeii, there's like the the picture of the scales where like they're comparing the weight of a cock of like a guy's coming to buy stuff in the market, and it shows like he's weighing his cock. Uh, versus like all the products he's going to buy. It's a great picture. <laughs> I have not, I've mm-hmm. not seen this picture. Maybe we can link in the show notes if we remember. Uh, all right. That's enough on penis shape. We're, this is, that's, that's okay. That's enough. Your, your mileage may vary for now. This was episode 30 for us. Uh, woohoo. If you'd like to reach us, we still pay $15 for any feedback we receive at ymmvpod at gmail.com. Thanks so much for the listen. And we look forward to having you back for our next episode.